Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, October 10th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to talk some about a passage from 1 Timothy. But before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in the many things that happen in our life, in our anxieties, and in our worries, may we have faith to remember that you are sovereign. Give us faith when we don't have enough to remember you will be present in the future just as you are now and have been in the past. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage is from the book of 1 Timothy, the sixth chapter, verses 6 through 19. Of course, there is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is blessed and only, he who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, Command them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of the life that is really life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, how are you and what's been bringing you joy lately? 
I'm good. This fall weather has been bringing me so much joy. Um, one of the things, you know, in our house, uh, every Saturday, there is football on because of Brian. And I love because we will watch it out on the porch. And I read all day while he watches football. And it's just, I don't know, gorgeous. I love being outside. So that's bringing me a lot of joy this weather. What about you? Yeah, and all those horrible bugs are dying. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> so much better. Uh, uh um what's bringing me joy lately i think you know just recently we had a meeting with our staff and uh our staff every single one of them is so talented so great not only in and what they do and what they give to the church but just also uh in who they are um and so whenever we are with them I'm just, they are, they are such people of faith that it encourages me in my own faith. And so being around them yeah. brings me great joy. Listen, our staff is an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Um, like spiritually and in just the work they do. I mm-hmm. agree. But to our scripture, uh, let's start with the context of this letter. Who was it written to and, and why, do you, why was it written? Okay. So the letter is addressed to Timothy, who is in Ephesus. And the Apostle Paul has left to go to Macedonia. Now, Paul plans to return to Ephesus, but he may be delayed. So he sends this letter to Timothy as instructions on how to lead the people there and to carry um, on while he is away. Much of the letter is about what it means to be a leader. And in this sixth chapter in particular, um, there is some concern about who are true teachers and who are false teachers. And so this really is this kind of lovely um, outline of what it means to like be rooted fully in Christ so that you won't be swayed by anything else. Um, I love what this says for a lot of reasons. Um, but the first one has to do with that idea of contentment. Um, And I think what Paul wants Timothy to know as a leader and wants all Christians to know is that our contentment is never contingent upon things. Um, To be content is to have a life that is rooted in Jesus Christ, a life um, that has, you know, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Um, And I love it because Contentment is not what we consider happiness, right? It's not a feeling. It's kind of a way of moving in the world where you are content with what you have because you know the true value of your faith in your community. What do you think? Yeah, I think you summed up the, the context very well. And one of the great you know, things of looking at context uh, is understanding how it was written, but then also knowing that this is still written for us today that we are all called to be leaders and and to be godly and so we can read this as a letter directly to ourselves as well and that beginning part specifically about contentment and how we can have great gain in godliness combined Mm -hmm. with contentment is uh perhaps just the greatest call to be content (laughs) Um, yeah of um you know i think we have i think we have quoted this line about a thousand times and you have it better than me but i always think of david foster wallace's um what is water what is water speech of of all the things that he lists at the very beginning in in verse uh nine um about these 
harmful things that eventually lead to our destruction and lead to our death. Uh, and But this contentment in who God is ultimately leads us to life. Um, and a thousand times easier said than done. Uh, it is a every, not just an everyday battle, it's an every moment battle of choosing what we think about and choosing how we respond to the things of the world. Uh, but without a doubt, the contentment that comes in Christ uh, should transform how we end up living. You know, you mentioned the David Foster Wallace, and I, I do love that. If you haven't read This Is Water, you can find mm-hmm. it on the interwebs. Do it. I think part of why that means something to me is because in his life, David Foster Wallace was by all accounts a miserable human being. Um, he was a terrible alcoholic. There is um, all this um, evidence of how abusive he was to Mary Carr when they were dating. And, you know, when he says the line, everybody worships, the only choice you get is what you worship. And, you know, there are things that when you worship them will eat you alive. He knew what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I do think for Paul, when he talks about we have made, uh, what does he call it? The good confession? Um, so when he talks about being a person who has, um, made the good confession that we then have to live it out. And we do that because Paul who went before us made the good confession and he experienced goodness and he experienced persecution. He knows what he's talking about, Mm -hmm. but more important than that, Jesus Christ made the good confession and his life meant life for all of us. Mm -hmm. And so... I don't know. I love the idea of someone speaking these words who has connected it to a real tangible experience. They know of what they speak. Yeah. And I think that I think that Paul does here, too. Yeah. Uh, the line right after that is, you'll die a thousand deaths. Um, and, yeah. and I think that when Paul looks back at his life, he can see the thousands of deaths he's died uh, in pursuit of his own pride and power. Uh, and yet... Um, he has been some. He has someone who has been transformed, uh, and now has found life in the person of Jesus Christ, and uh, and how that has lived itself out in his life, and how he now what he's called to, and what he's calling Timothy to, and what he's calling Timothy's congregation to, and what he's calling all of these congregations to. I also like that Paul. Um, he doesn't denigrate people who hold wealth, and I honestly think that. We are all trapped in a system that rewards some and not others. It's unequal. It's Mm -hmm. unjust. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to whom those find themselves with those resources, we're still committed. We've still made the good confession. And we are to use all that we have and all that we are Mm -hmm. to support the good confession that we've made. With that, I will leave you with a silly little quote from Mark Twain. Good friends, good books, and a sleepy conscience. (laughs) This is the ideal life. (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.